Hey, Nicole. Hi, John. Ready? Let's do it. All right. I'm Nicole Mears. I'm John Davis. And this is our podcast, Shape the Conversation. Nicole and I work here with the great team at Shape.io, located in beautiful Bend, Oregon, where we're recording from today. Just a little about us. We left our agency jobs as marketers to build software for digital advertising teams. So we'll be talking about growing Shape, business, entrepreneurship, marketing, all sorts of things. Yep. And today, what do we have on the docket, Nicole? So today we're talking about creating PPC strategy for a brand new product or service. And this can be something that you've already built and you've got a prototype or something you're just thinking about pitching into the market. Okay. Let's back it up. That might be the first sound effect I've made on the podcast, I think, so far. More of those. But that was a car backing up. You said PPC. Just for listeners that maybe, you know, we are a little broader audience here on the podcast, PPC, what is it? Pay-per-click. Or Pay-per-click. As John wants it so vehemently to transfer into his just the use case of digital advertising, you'll hear it more colloquially. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not drunk, I promise. The first time you've tried yeah. to pronounce colloquially <laughs> on the podcast. Um, it's typically referred to PPC because it's easier, it's faster. Digital it's become shorthand for yeah. like digital advertising, it's it feels a, like to me. It's a little bit more formal. The thing is digital advertising or search engine management or search engine advertising even refers to kind of the the broader terminology so ppc was always pay-per-click so you think about clicking a search ad paying the advertiser is going to pay-per-click i'm getting really far into this but now good tangent social advertising display advertising has opened it up this world where you're no longer paying per click yeah but we also refer to it as ppc yeah in a back in the the late 90s when digital advertising was still trying to get a foothold that was one of the main differentiators from okay do you put a bunch of ad dollars into radio print whatever or this new medium where you only pay when people click and i think that's why ppc is hung on even though now people buy a lot of different ways than other per click and ppc managers are doing it but i think that's why it's kind of hung on for better or worse yep okay so moving from that how can we use pay-per-click or or digital advertising we talked a little bit last episode about defining a target market how it's so important we're going to dive a little bit deeper into like how you can use digital advertising to really get some data behind if people are interested in what you're thinking about developing or new feature service product whatever you're working on some real kind of in the weeds types ideas for ways that you can spend even just a few hundred bucks and really learn some things about the interest or launching something new before you spend a lot of time building it or building every detail of it. That being said, you know, kind of what I want to talk about a little bit too is, okay, let's say you have built it or at least have a landing page, right? How do you even start to create a PPC strategy in the first place? If you have really have a brand new innovative to the market product and you think you you know, you're first to market, how do you even go about starting to think about how you market it? Yeah, if you're inventing some new space that people aren't searching for, is there a place that you can put ads online to get people to come and check it out and validate that? You have a lot of ideas for yes. There's a lot of ways that you can get in front of the audience and and vet those types of ideas, even if they might not be searching on Google for it. Yep, or they're not searching in the way that you think they are. And so I'll give you some techniques about how to find 
that. All right, so let's dig in. I'm I'm coming to you. I've got some some great new idea. What are where do you start? What what questions are you looking at? Yeah, so the first thing for me is if you're unique, if you're brand new to your market, you start there. So you need to figure out what your industry is interested in and what are they talking about? What are they complaining about? Does that actually correlate with anything related to what you want to build? And can you capture what they're thinking about? So, you know, kind of their mind share without being pushy or salesy or getting in there and being like, hey, I'm going to create this product. What do you think? Can you, you want, like, you can't do that right off the bat. So you really just start by listening. Okay. So you're going to tell me, go out there, listen, and that's going to help inform my ad strategy, or it's going to inform where I place my ads online and the, the different websites or forums beyond Google. Well, like you said, if they Or maybe I can uncover some uh, less obvious type searches that reveal pains in the industry that I'm kind of solving, but they don't even know my solution for their problem exists yet. Yeah. So I would say the latter. So if you really don't have a product yet, or you're really thinking about just creating a landing page, throwing it up, seeing if there's interest in your idea, then that's what you're doing. You're, you're prospecting for terminology people are using to talk about it. You're prospecting for their frustrations because there might be something kind of related to what you're thinking about building Mm -hmm. that is like an aha moment for you where you're like oh i could easily tie this in with it and this solves something that people are complaining about and maybe they're not asking for this one very specific thing that i'm building but maybe it kind of fits into this this product or this you know kind of bigger thing that eventually i want to build now that can get really convoluted really quick so you don't want to just keep tacking on features that are unrelated but it can be insightful to just sit and listen for a little bit yeah and what type of ad copy or value props are gonna get those people to stop and click your ad this is something that can help inform a lot of your strategies down the road just by doing some simple testing up front so maybe some people that have done this well or that i've seen in the past so slack is a is a good example People were frustrated with email, but they didn't necessarily know they wanted this real-time chat messaging system. So if Slack had gone out there and put big pay-per-click and digital marketing campaigns around you know, real-time messaging system for your business, that wouldn't really have connected as much as some of the more pain points that they did buy ads around, which were like alternatives to email or like ways to cut down email spam or or ways to not have to use email within the organization. An example of having to look at the the problems people are facing and bidding on those search terms in Google and delivering ads and ideas and value propositions to those types that people are kind of like searching for those problems because they maybe don't know they want your solution or need your solution, but it's kind of a way for you to tie into there. Yep, absolutely. So that kind of ties in with uh, kind of another point. I mean, you said listening to the problems. Like, if you can collect some of those problems from listening, um, some of those common frustrations, then you can just go to Google search and type in that keyword, and you'll start to see what other questions or queries are popping up. Um, you can actually hit search and see people also ask and see what kind of, you know, they usually list about five to 10 questions um, that are similar. Or, flip that. You can also use Google AdWords Keyword Planner. The only stipulation there is you actually have to create a Google Ads account, but basically you get to put whatever keywords you want in there. Um, You know, if you really have something brand new to the market, you can put what you're going to name it. Um, I know at a former agency, we created this whole thing. (laughs) Um, 
gave it an acronym and everything, there was no search volume. So you had, like in that case, they had to generate the interest of the marketing. So you can put all these keywords in and Google will give you an estimate of the amount of traffic you can receive, the like the cost per click, possibly even conversions. Everyone in the industry, I'm just gonna say this, knows that it's not super reliable, but it's a good place to get estimates and to get a feeling for yeah. if there's interest. Definitely. And matching that with trends, you can find some things around is that key phrase, at least relative to that key phrase, have people searching for it more or less than they were five, 10 years ago. Generally, you'd like to be in industries that are searching for it more and more, and there's more interest feeding into that. So you can kind of piggyback on that. But for some of these types of ideas we're talking about where maybe there's not a super analogous product on the market today that they can say, hey, we're like this, but better. There might be some some ways there that they could really leverage those types of tactics. But I think some other ways are like outside of traditional pay-per-click is finding, like you said, where that audience is and kind of putting up display ads and, and being in some places like, okay, my target market, let's say they're sales and marketing people, they might not be searching exactly for your type of solution or your innovative whatever that has the acronym you've invented that is going to redefine the space or whatever. But you know that people on the Reddit forums about marketing or the core forums about marketing are about in your ballpark. And if you're trying to build something that new, you have to go pretty broad and you, you have to just try to get people in the door and start getting feedback. And one of the big kind of theories that's taken over software in the last generation is lean startup, the MVP mentality. And a lot of people build MVPs. They spend a lot of time like working on the product side of it. And they think that the, I was just having a conversation today with a guy with a software idea that he, he thinks his sticking point, I think this is classic with a lot of ideas or software companies, whatever you think your sticking point is really two steps further down the road than it actually is. So you think that your idea is only valid if you build great software, so whoever starts using it loves it and tells all their friends wherever. But really, your probably first threshold breaking point is just web page, headline, is it compelling enough to get people to click like, email me when this is ready? Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's... There's a lot of ways you can vet kind of new things, new ideas, and really prove to yourself that there's something there before you go real deep and go too down the road of um, trying to solve these problems. We did this a lot. Uh, I did this a lot at the outset when we were trying to get ready and judge interest for our product and idea before it hit market when we were kind of building it. We'd try to look for problems people were solving around digital marketing software, what specific problems, what ad texts did they respond to because... If you can get somebody to just sign up and even give you an email from your launching, you're kind of on the right path. And you can do that with no tech. You can do that in 20 minutes, get a landing page up. Yep, absolutely. But PBC can be that critical role of getting people to that landing page and getting actual eyeballs on that value prop. That's the big missing piece for a lot of these new ideas, these new things. You can't, it's hard to develop content marketing around a new idea that doesn't exist a lot of times. It's hard to create an instant audience if there's not some bigger thing you can latch on to immediately like we're salesforce but better or we're you know whatever big company name but better disrupted if if you don't have that you're gonna have to buy 
a lot of times some of that feedback or some of those eyeballs from people that aren't a really warm audience. You know, when you don't have that audience, you'll tend to go to people that are pretty safe or know you or they're closer to you. Pay-per-click is the ultimate, like, here's the public. And if you can get people that don't know you, don't have any affiliation to your brand just by, like, the problem solution that you're offering and they're responding to that, that's a great sign you're on the path and you should be building something. So the very last thing that I'll throw out from kind of that that market, again, that market research standpoint is think about do you have competitors? And maybe you, while doing that first listening thing that we talked about, some people brought up some competitors. Even if they're not fully on par with the functionality you wanted to create, do they make similar things? Um, then you can use tools like SpyFu, SEMrush, or Ahrefs. Uh, to then dig into everything you can about their digital marketing strategy. Now, both or all three offer free and paid versions, so you're going to get different amounts of data based on if you pay or if you don't. And again, very similar to Google AdWords or sorry, Google Ads Planner, uh, the data is pretty much accepted as estimates, not the 100% truth. So just keep that in mind. But you can analyze our website. You can see kind of the amount and volume. Yeah, you can see their ads. You can see some of their keywords that they're targeting from PPC strategy. You can even look at SEO things like how many backlinks do they have? How many organic keywords are they ranking for? And they'll give you an estimate. And so that's like a huge tip here. People tend to think of using Ahrefs, especially for themselves and analyzing their site. I know we do, but there's a box right there and you just plug in your competitors and you look. And you might not be quite as unique as you think all the time. There might be competitors out there kind of bidding and looking at the same things. So I I think that's a great place to look at kind of how other people are approaching the problems or the terms you're bidding on. Yeah. So you take everything that we've talked about. You take your things, your keywords, your search terms, your, you know, complaints that you hear from your market. You look at your competitors' keywords, what they're targeting. You look at Google AdWords keyword planner um, and the Google search terms, Google trends, and then you plug it in. That may be Google ads. You know, it depends really on your budget, but you, like John said, you could do the social networks. You could do Facebook. You do Quora. You could do Reddit. You could do Google ads. Anywhere where you can find an approach to your target market, Yeah, I'd suggest starting there to look for interest. And when you're setting up your Google campaigns, there's definitely, I would say, do some research, read around a little bit, some basic things. So a couple things quick to look for. Um, Think about using exact match type key terms. So you want to make sure you're really honed in on only appearing for the exact phrase you're really curious in. You know, we're talking about really targeted, really precise goals here to figure out what people are interested in. So if you're going the Google route, try to be really precise with those terms we're searching. So example, if, you know, you're looking for, alternatives to email and you're a paid product make sure you have like premium alternative to email products or something that indicates more lets people self-select out and two think about negative keywords too you know are you a paid product and you're not interested in people searching free make sure free is up there as a negative we could have a whole conversation about like the ins and outs of digital marketing but I do feel comfortable recommending people do like some tests on your own. You could throw a few hundred bucks at this, get some interesting data. If there's some 
bites there and something, you know, at least if you're getting impressions and you go to some like next strategy, which we'll talk about, you can engage a pro. Yeah, John's absolutely right. Targeting is going to be essential or else you can blow through budget quick. And if you're too broad, you're not going to learn what you need to. Yeah, be specific. Okay, so step one. You create a strategy, you identify your networks, you launch to a landing page if you don't have a product? You need a landing page. Okay. And what do you do on this landing page or what do you collect? Yeah, for me, it's kind of where whatever stage you're at, maybe you do have a free product, maybe you have something they can use, maybe you're still you know, research phase, you haven't really built anything, you haven't written this book that you've got the great idea for, whatever it is. You just, you can collect whatever, you know, is going to give you some indication that there's some need there. I mean, email is going to be tough. I mean, don't underrate how tough it is to get somebody's email. It could just be like a thumbs up button that says, do you think this is a good idea? How many people click that button? Like, don't overthink it. Uh, People just are afraid to get things out in the real world and get that real feedback. And because you overthink it, you're gonna be like, oh, we need the perfect form that tracks this. Like, just put a button up there, get something. Are impressions even a measure to you of interest? Like if you literally just got impressions to the landing page and people hung out for a certain amount of time? Yeah. Example of a quick test I did in the past uh, when I was a digital market consultant. I bought a domain. I'm not sure if it's still on there. Probably not up. I can't even imagine. It's like I, it was like a version of do I have something.com, a super long domain. And I bought a simple ad on a podcast that was like a bootstrapper SaaS type podcast. I said, hey, I'm a digital marketer. If you think you have an idea for a product, I'll help you set up a landing page and set up a, the, your account and just get you started to see because I was trying to drum up consulting business. Hopefully, maybe if the product hit, then I'd pick up the accounts. And I got a lot of interesting things. I set up four or five people in different campaigns to get it going, but that's really all we needed was like some search terms they thought people would search for, a landing page that kind of said, hey, Here's what we're going to be offering and a button that collected email or did one simple thing. And if you're trying to raise money for an idea or do anything, trust me, you're in such a better spot. If you can go to investors or anything and say like, hey, I got 300 people that click this button or put in their email. You're in such a better spot as opposed to I have this theoretical idea about this idea that people are going to respond to once we put it out there. Yeah. Plus, if you do get them to give your email, you got to usually have a great group, test focus group, beta Absolutely. group to reach back out to. Because typically... I found success with offering something like a deal or a discount on a product on a landing page, but you don't always have to. You know, as John said, it's just really gauging interest. So you get interest. You're like, yes, I got it. You go build your product. And then you're right back. You're like, okay, I'm doing my marketing strategy. What the heck do I do? And we're not going to, we can't go into your entire marketing strategy here. It's just not feasible. But you think back to your PPC success and you say, okay, what do I do? The great news is you already got that foundation. Yeah. You know which keywords, which audiences, which, if you really got crazy, which versions of your landing page, because you can A-B test landing pages, you can A-B test ads, all of this stuff, were the most successful. And you start there. You really And actually networks, I should call it too. So let's say you did, went, you got really aggressive and you went Google ads and Facebook and Reddit and you're like, Facebook is too broad, but Reddit and Google ads, that's my jam. Then you start there and you really focus on creating the best strategy and getting to profitability or at least a good positive uh, return on ad spend there. And then you expand your strategy out. 
Now, that's kind of a cop-out in saying, hey, you built your strategy <laughs> over here, and then you're good to go over here. But really, you've done a lot of the heavy lifting already. Yeah, definitely. And I think that's a great point. Look to double down on success whenever you can in, in digital marketing or your digital advertising strategies. So another like kind of platform to use we didn't really touch on, but a way to get going is maybe you've written some blog post that you know got a, some traction or got a little bit more of a pep. Maybe test if that was a flash in the pan or if there is a bigger audience. Like convert it into a LinkedIn article and then promote it on LinkedIn with a few hundred bucks and see if you'll get a little bit more data around what ideas or what things are kind of hitting with the audience. PPC would be a great way to kind of test a lot of those hits with more data and more activity. Yeah. So it is essential that you have an analytic solution. Should have stated yeah. that up front. You want to, because you want to be able to see, like John said, what is most successful. The thing is, is if you're using Google ads too, whether you're focusing on on your keywords that you know drive straight to your product or whether you're actually advertising your content mm -hmm. you can look at the search terms that people are using to find your site or find your content now i will say you know we don't want to get too deep in the weeds here but that does if you're using the exact match strategy that's a little bit harder because people are only going to be able to search your exact keyword to find your product mm -hmm. to find your piece of content so if in order to be able to use the, the search terms to actually do more research, build more content, build more whatever pieces of your landing page off of those search queries, you do have to have a little bit more broad yeah. of a keyword strategy. But that comes with time and experience. Yeah, and I think though you've done this phase we talked about, you've got a landing page up, you found a way to drive traffic to it to vet this idea. You spread that beyond search, probably to core a little bit more of a broader target through display, vetted the idea that way. Now you've built it. And even doing those first phases, even if you don't even have a software product yet, being able to successfully market a landing page and get 10 email signups, 20 email signups, a lot of people will tell you that's super, super hard to do. And I agree. Like, yep. don't underestimate how hard that is. And it's going to give you so much more cred. I always think in the software world because that's where I'm at. But it, whatever idea, new service you have, imagine if you went to a person you're trying to recruit to be a co-founder or a co-worker or you know, join your effort. If you go to them and say, I've got 300 people signed up on my email list or some traction, some validation to give them and give yourself. Don't underrate that, you know. To dive into a big new idea and endeavor like this, you got to prove a lot to yourself. And if even if you see a lot of the the big wins that I saw early on were just that, just somebody leaving me an email saying, "Yep, I'm interested in this idea. Let me know when you build it." You send that to the developers; they're super excited to start building it. They know people are you're you're getting wins along the way. You're getting information, and <clears throat> I think digital advertising can be that important next step because it you can turn it on. You can, you can have the ads running tomorrow. You can't get your organic rankings up tomorrow. You can't have 20 guest posts dialed in by tomorrow. If only. You can't write 20 blog posts in a day. You can expose your product service idea to millions of people tomorrow through digital advertising. Yep, I think it's a great place to end. All right, so... You can check show notes, links. We'll put a lot of links to the tools Nicole, Nicole mentioned and some of the ideas we talked about in articles, relevant articles at blog.shape.io slash podcast. And remember to rate, review, subscribe, do all those normal things you do for a podcast you like. 
And until next time. Over and out. From Bend, Oregon. Oregon.